The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right. You know, it's, it's, my bets aren't really hitting tonight, but it's it's Friday, St. Patrick's Day. Got a few beers here, so uh, feeling good here on a Friday night. I'm doing a lot better than Purdue fans, that's for sure. Only the second time in history, a number one seed has fallen to a 16. And, of course, it's Purdue. They are uh, known for their historical collapses, and uh, this this sets a new a – new, this lowers the bar entirely. And uh, But it was – Fun to watch. I uh, didn't have any money, no investment on Purdue futures, so knocking out a one seed this early is uh, extra special for me. And um, yeah, college basketball continues to be awesome. Haven't lost a bet yet, although I might lose this Gonzaga team total over. I need uh, five points in the last uh, 75 seconds. All right. I've, I, I'm sure maybe that can happen. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not too familiar to the how many points you can get per time in basketball, but that's still cool, man. Glad to hear you're doing well. Joel, you too, Ryan. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I've just been watching golf all day, fucking getting my wizard on still, ripping that Hogwarts legacy. Hell yeah. Drinking beers and shit. It's been a good day. Rolling putts. I was telling the boys earlier, I bust out my putting mat again. I'm, I'm itching to get my ass on a golf course, man. I don't know. Like I guess I'm going to Portugal in April, and our, our hotel's right across from a beautiful track, and I want to tee it up so bad, but we're not going to have enough time, but that's okay. Um, other than that, I'm doing good, boys. Um, we're going to jump right into this. So everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of stuff going on. Like we just said, there's a kick-ass golf tournament going on with Valspar. Not the greatest field, but still some good action happening. NHL's doing its thing. Boys, we're going to be in playoffs so soon. The season's gone by so fast. Uh, same thing with NBA. They got playoffs coming. Jolie touched on it. March Madness is happening for college hoops. Uh, baseball's right around the corner. What's going on with the baseball World Classic, Ryan. Is that still going on? World Baseball Classic. It's the uh, quarterfinals are currently going on between Puerto Rico and Mexico. Mexico's base is loaded, bottom of the seventh. I'm sure that's not uh, the amount of detail you were looking for. But, yeah, it's still going. I think it okay. finishes up on uh, Monday or Tuesday. The 21st, right. I believe. Good games. Everybody's having fun watching? Uh, one of the New York Mets, their, like, the, like the best closer in the league, got hurt. So uh, oh, some people are having fun. Some people are not. <laughs> well, you never want to <laughs> see anybody get hurt. You got hurt celebrating, so it's uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Typical, the only way to get hurt in baseball, but I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, tons of other stuff going on, man. There's F1, there's NASCAR, MMA's doing its thing. Tons of good sports. XFL, USFL is right on the corner, man. You can find all this information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Read the articles. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Check out Ryan's baseball fantasy show. Uh, baseball money is fake. Him and him and Blake are kicking ass on that all the time. Um, listen to the or read the articles. Listen to the shows. Give it, give him some shout out man they reach out to some of those other guys on twitter join their discords and uh give them some love too and speaking of discords shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord it's always popping off baby people are in there winning money having fun being a support line making fun of each other that's all that matters baby so if you're not in the discord you're not making money shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord 
Shout out to the uh, Sabres for scoring there with uh, one second left or so to get the over six and a half in that game. Uh, yeah, shout out Discord as well. And uh, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if that's on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and review. I continue to beg. Nothing comes in. It's just uh, all, 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 all take and no give from you guys. I, it's, it's get, I'm getting sick of it. Uh, all right, we're going to move into our locked dogs and totals from last show. Oh, my God, boys. There is a member of this show, one of the gentlemen on this show, arguably the best-looking guy on this show, is on an absolute fucking heater right now. The Hockey Gambling Podcast very own Joel Meyer goes 3-0 and again. He is 9-0 and on his locked dogs and totals for the past three shows. This guy is absolutely killing it. Joel went 3-0 and again for a third straight time, up 4.88 units. Uh, Ryan went two and one, up 0.85 units, and I went one and two, down 0.82 units. Jolie, what's what's the secret here, bud? Like, fuck, can you can you give us a hint? Can you give something to us? Yeah, and uh, introducing a new promo code. Uh, if you put in promo code gentleman, you'll get uh, ten dollars <laughs> off my package. Uh, yeah, tell oh. me sound like a fucking tout there. Uh, but no, I'm I'm just. Uh, yeah, I'm on a nice little run here. Got unlucky for a stretch. I lost like, I had like 10 plus units at, at one point. But then, uh, yeah, it was like three weeks in a row just losing uh, losing days. But finally, it, it's uh, coming my way again. And hopefully it continues this way for the rest of the season. And uh, yeah, my lock was the Av Senators over six and a half, minus 125. Kind of went over this on yesterday's show. Yeah, we got a lucky Lars Eller goal. But uh, this is a good bet all the way along. It was a 5-4 final. Uh, pretty open game. Jonas Johansson was the starter. Uh, wasn't that great, but uh, he made uh, one of the best saves of the year uh, to keep it a uh, 5-4 game with uh, like one second left. So, yeah, good uh, good win there. My dog was the Blackhawks money line, plus 230. Uh, yeah, they, they got a, <laughs> another weird greasy goal. A uh, bunch of deflections there. The, the, the first one against Saros. I think it was Saros. Anyway, the Preds goalie. And yeah, they they the Preds almost tied it late. It was like two nothing with twelve seconds left, and then they scored, and then uh, they had a chance at the end there. So I thought I was gonna get fucked, but I didn't. Nice win there. Total Blue Jackets Kings under six and a half minus one hundred five. Kings did all the scoring in this one. I think it was five one in the end, but uh, there were no goals like half through through the game. So yeah, it was a fairly comfy one as well. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't mush your uh, Blackhawks there, because and the last night show, I was like, oh, Blackhawks up to nothing late. They, they definitely got it. So. Oh yeah, I was gonna about <laughs> to fucking kill you. <laughs> I I did not know that that Nashville even scored, but I'm happy happy to hit for you. <laughs> uh, I had a positive night as well. Uh, my lock Vegas minus 120 against the Flames. Flames, you know that they scored uh, four goals in the third period and route to a 3-2 win. So lost that one, but my dog. I went with Edmonton on the puck line again, minus one and a half, plus 185. They beat the Stars 4-1. Then my total, Bruins, Jets under six at plus 100. Uh, Bruins won three, nothing, scored two in the first period, and then an empty netter to uh, top it off. All right, for myself here, uh, for my lock, I had Boston Moneyline versus Winnipeg, minus 170. Come on, not even a question. Bruins won 3 nothing, got a big old shutout there. What do you expect? It's the Boston Bruins' best team in the world right now. Uh, for my dog, I had Dallas Moneyline versus Edmonton, plus 115. Ryan just touched on it, so we'll go into it. Edmonton won 4-1. Uh, that was never really a chance for me in that game. That was shit. Stars played the gas. Uh, and then for my total, 
Uh, Tampa Bay, New Jersey, under six and a half, paying off minus 110. I don't really remember what happened in this game here. Looks like it was a 4-3 shootout final. Yeah, actually, I think I do remember. Uh, I think New Jersey scored with like two and a half minutes left or something, and that pushed into a 3-3 tie, so that pretty much ruined my under. Uh, those cocksuckers, Timo Meyer. He had a hell of a night, though. I think he had two goals or something like that, so good to see him having success with the Devils there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What do we got for ads here, boys? All right. Of course, we have WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you have the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to, head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through is available. If you are something you know the gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, boys, we got a massive 13-game slate set for Saturday, March 18th there. What a Saturday it's going to be. Games kick off at 1 p.m. too. It's going to be hockey all day long. Going to be a good one, boys. Gentlemen, are you ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, baby. First game on the docket here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Colorado, the money line. This is the 1 p.m. time slot as well. Colorado, the money line. is paying off minus 170. Detroit on the money line. sitting at plus 145. Uh, Over-unders is 6.5. Over-sitting at plus 100. The under, minus 120. Joel, you've been on a heater, buddy. Kick us off, yo. Let's get these fireworks pumping early. Sure, yeah. And the Avs are on a bit of a heater themselves here, winning... Uh... Uh, at least two straight games, three straight games with the uh, the back-to-back two there. Uh, oh, yeah, Habs, Leafs, Sens, that's three. Three four. games in a row. Oh, did they win the last home game there? Coyotes before that. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, that's right, that one in overtime. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, my, my guys are doing well, and I think that they can keep doing well in uh, one of the best uh, – well, it used to be one of the best rivalry games, but then uh, the fucking league decided to move Detroit to the Eastern Conference for some godforsaken reason. But uh, yeah, I I got to I got to ride my boys here once again. Uh, my line is minus one ninety two for the Avs. Detroit are uh, yeah they're 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 in bad shape, doing just like they did last year, where they just uh, tailed off towards the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, just a much better team coming in here. Fairly healthy now for once, even without uh, Lekkonen. And, well, Lannis hasn't played a single game this year. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so pretty much as healthy as we've been all year long with McCarr and McKinnon and Rantanel going. And goaltending's going well. So, yeah, I, I love the Avs here. But I also like the under six and a half, minus 120. Detroit, once again, slow, not a good offensive team. And, uh, yeah, just that, that slow pace. And they can do some defending, I guess, and uh, have a bit of goaltending too. But, that yeah, that's why I like the under here as well. Give me uh, a yeah, 4-2 abs win. Yeah, I think I would lean to the under there, under 6.5 minus 20. But my uh, my better play for this game right there with Joel is the abs at minus 170. I already hit that for uh, two units. I think they're a much better team than the Red Wings, especially since, you know, they kind of gave up at, at the trade deadline with, with uh, those losses to Ottawa. They've lost eight of their past 10 games, you know, had, had the big one against Boston, but then, then they lost in, in Nashville, Colorado uh, on a heater here, won four in a row, five of their past six. 
looks like they were kind of gelling together after the trade deadline. Lars Eller getting a lucky goal on a Thursday here. So, yeah, Colorado, love them here at minus 170. Uh, they're fine away from home, 21-11-1. Detroit, they, they're a better home team, but they, they're down to, what, 517-12 and four there. So, yeah, I like the Avs here, minus 170 to uh, keep their, their playoff push going here. My two boys are going dancing. And they better clean off the floor of that hall because I'm going right with them. We're having a threesome, baby. I absolutely love Colorado on the money line at minus 170 in this. Uh, definitely the better team. They've been unreal at road to 21-11-1. Julie uh, touched on it, too. You know, this used to be one of the better rivalries within the league, you know. And unfortunately, we don't get to see it as much anymore as it used to be. And uh, Detroit as a team hasn't really been there either. Um, but, yeah, either way, give me Colorado on the money line. The writing on the wall was set for Detroit come trade deadline when they sold off a lot of their assets. They, they mailed in this year, and that's to be expected. Uh, then as far as over-under goes, here. I like the under six and a half. Like I just said, this Detroit team is not necessarily scoring, uh, especially with the with the losses they had at the Nota trade deadline. I said they're currently 22nd in the league for goals for. Colorado's not really putting the biscuit in the basket too much either. They're right in the middle of the pack here. Not bad. So that's no slouch on them. But uh, the under six and a half here at minus 120 is also very enticing. Okay, heading down to the 2 p.m. time slot again. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line sitting at minus 135. Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 115. The over-under is at 5.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under is sitting at minus 105. Oh, this is a little bit of a toughie here, man. Honestly, this Nashville team has been kind of okay lately. Like, I know they had a couple bad, bad losses. Um, they're still a good team at home, though. 17-12-3, that's absolutely awesome. Um, Winnipeg's probably the better team, but I, I don't know. I'm just... I'm not too high on this Jets team as high as I was a few weeks ago, man. Like when I've watched them, they look like they're forcing too much in this game or when they do play. Uh, I think Pierre-Luc Dubois is the game time decision. We were talking about, about that a little bit before the show here. I'm going to go with the Predators as home dogs, man. Plus 115. I don't see why they can't get it out. A big morning in Nashville, you know, big afternoon game. Rise up, get some fucking goals. Put it past Hellebuck. He's a great goalie, but still. Um, and as far as over-under goes, I don't love the five and a half. Oh, fuck, man. I'm going to have to go with the over on it. I just don't love the five and a half in this team. They both do have some uh, some decent offensive firepower. Yeah, this is an interesting game here. This is a, a big game if the Preds hope to somehow make the playoffs. They're four points back of Winnipeg with three games in hand for the uh, final wildcard wild there. So if they win this, they, they probably take, take that over uh, by point percentage at the very least. And it, it's confusing because the Jets – Traded for Niederreiter from the Predators. They also sold Eckholm to the Oilers, Tanner Janot to the Lightning. So Predators were, were kind of given up at the deadline, but have gone on a heater recently just for some reason and then lost lost to Chicago, which would have been a big opportunity for two points for them there. But Winnipeg just has not been good recently. They somehow won back-to-back in uh, Florida and Tampa, but could not score against Boston, could, lost uh, 5-3 to Carolina. So I would lean to... Probably Nash. Uh, I, I can't bet. Nash it's a hard game. It's, eh? it's a hard game it's, to pick. It's uh, my, yeah. I, my only bet for this game is is the under five and a half minus one hundred five. Is Nashville that doesn't have anyone that can score. UC Saros, uh, Connor Hall, a classic goalie game here. So the the under five and a half is my my only play. Uh yeah. My line is minus one forty seven for the Jets. So uh, unlike you guys, I am fairly strong on this game. Uh, quite like the Jets here, even without Dubois. Again, if he misses another one. Uh, Jets are a much better team. We got a little bit of a revenge game for Nita Nita Radder coming back to Nashville. I like that for Peggers. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop calling them the Packers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's catching on. It'll catch on. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, two desperate teams, but uh, Jets just have a lot more talent right now, and the the better goalie with Hellebuck uh, keeping them in a lot of games, even when they're not playing well. So yeah, give me the Jets here, but uh, I agree with you guys with the under two in in uh, a pseudo kind of playoff game. Uh, should be a, a lower scoring affair with uh, two good goalies in net. We're going to have to start making shirts saying, like, I was pegged in Winnipeg or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we're done at 10 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Boston, the money line, sitting at minus 150. Minnesota, the money line at plus 130. Over, under, again, is at 5.5. Over, paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100 here. Bruins are a wagon, man. Like, I know that they had a little bit of a slouch there where they lost two in a row or something like that uh, a few days ago. They bounced back with a big win uh, two days ago. Fuck, I forget who they played. It was my lock for Christ's sake against the Jets that we were just talking about. Uh, 3 nothing win. They got a shutout. I, I expect to just keep seeing that ball rolling here, man. So I love the Bruins on the money line, minus 150. Um, Winnipeg's a weird team, dude. They've been good at, or not Winnipeg, Minnesota's a weird team. They've been good at home. Another team that kind of sold off at the deadline, took in some caps or, you know, some dollars just to kind of get some extra picks and stuff. Kind of playing with a bit of house money here, so to speak, man. Uh, I know we don't like saying that on this show, but Boston on the money lines, I'm taking them minus 150 all day long here. Over, under, I'm saying over five and a half because you know, you know, Capro Caprizo is going to be showing up, pop him in for one or two, and then the Boston Bruins are going to do what Boston does, and that's score goals. Uh, I, I'm going opposite way here. I, I, this is similar to the, the previous game and that I, I think Boston's a much better team, but I don't know if I can trust them at, at minus 150 given their, their recent form. They did win in Winnipeg 3-0 with an empty netter, but got outshot 36-24, lost in Detroit and Chicago. So not great on the road, 24-8-2, which is still a great record, but just not for, not for what Boston is this year. Uh, Minnesota has been pretty good at home. Uh, they've been scoring more recently, even without Kaprizov. So, it's, so, but uh, the, similar as, as the uh, previous game, just going with the under five and a half here. Get it at a uh, plus one hundred. I'll take that. Uh, two good goalies here, Allmark Gustafsson. Both save percentages over nine thirty. Hopefully, we do get that matchup. Uh, if not, I still think this is two under teams. So uh, that's my play for this one. We had uh, a lot of line movement for this game. Bruins opened up uh, closer to minus 120, minus 115 even, and uh, obviously it's it's gone way up there, so it's gone past my number, which was minus 138. So uh, yeah, it's it's back uh, where it should be, right in the right in the middle there. And uh, but yeah, then you just have to bet your opinion, which is that the Wild, uh, uh, yeah, they're scoring, but, but I, I expect that to come back to earth at some point they're not a better offensive team without Kaprizov in the lineup so they're going to regress to the mean here at some point their shooting percentage is going down Ryan Reeves is not fucking scoring goals <laughs> um not any more goals anyway and uh certainly not against this Bruins team so I guess I still lean to Boston but uh I'm not betting it at this number and yeah I guess I lean to the under as well for many of the reasons Ryan said all right, we are moving down to the 4 p.m. time slot here. We have the Edmonton Oilers against the Seattle Kraken game itself. It's in Seattle. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 130. Seattle on the money line at plus 110. Over-unders at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 130. The under plus 110. Guy, over to you here, buddy. What do you got? Uh, I, I'm I'm confused by this line. I, I, they're very similar teams. They have Both have 38 wins, 23 losses. 4-4-4 uh, four, four and four for Edmonton, 4-3 and three overtime losses, shootout losses. So 
pretty much similar teams overall this season, but Edmonton just has been so much more impressive recently, especially since getting uh, Ekholm at the deadline, getting Evander Kane back. Um, meanwhile, Seattle hasn't really been too great. They, they took a, they won an overtime in San Jose to win on Thursday as big favorites. Lost three straight before that, two to Dallas, one to Ottawa. I think Edmonton now finally has something that they have that defenseman in Ekholm that can play 25 minutes. It, it knocks everyone down a peg. It, it filters and filters in. It's a tr- trickle down effect for them. So they've been uh, the eighth best team in the past 10 games in terms of expected goals for percentage. Seattle's there right there at 12, but I just think Edmonton has that, that McDavid dry saddle factor that, you know, they're going to be able to score three or four goals and you can't quite count for that out of Seattle. So I, I'm all over Edmonton here at minus minus one thirty. Sure, yeah, the Oilers have been kind to us this month, uh, winning a bunch of games when we've been on them, and uh, we're going to back them again here, minus 130. My line is minus 125, so not quite there, but uh, it, it's close enough given the Oilers' momentum there, the, the form that they're in. Cracking up and winning games, but not really convincingly. Uh, they're, they're not playing their best hockey right now, Just squeaking out some OT wins and some tight, tight wins. Uh, mm. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, giving the Oilers here, minus 130. Uh, Kraken are not a great home team either. So, uh, I, I figure the Oilers can can show out. Uh, yeah, this will be a Hockey Night in Canada game too, which, uh, you know, uh, gets McDavid going even more than he usually is. Yeah, I agree. I'm right there with you, man. I love Edmonton on this game at minus 130. Um, Seattle's kind of coming back down to earth a little bit here, man. You at least look at the playoff standings. You know, I think they're behind Edmonton at this point. Maybe I'm incorrect on that. No, they are by one point. Uh, uh, they got a game in hand, though. So this is this is a pretty tight one. I guess it's not really that relevant then, so disregard that. But still, I like the Oilers in this. Julie touched on it. It's a Hockey Night Canada game. McDavid's going to show up. Oilers are absolutely unreal on the road, 20-11-3. And, and Seattle's pretty pretty normal when it comes to playing at home here, man, 16-4-3. and three. Uh, Both teams are good in division records, too. So it's going to be a good game, a good tight one. You know, that's what you want to see here. But uh, yeah, just the way that McDavid and Drysdale are firing right now, how the fuck do you not bet them in this, man? So give me the Oilers minus 130. Over under six and a half. Give me the over, baby, at minus one thirty. I'm expecting to see a lot of goals here. If you got fucking McDavid going up against Philip Grubauer or Magic Hands Martin Jones, look, I think you could pot in four in the first period or something, right? So the over six and a half is uh, is definitely uh, one of my favorite plays here. Uh, all right, moving down to five p.m. time slot here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Philadelphia Flyers. Gave itself us in Philadelphia. Both teams on the second night of a back-to-back here. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 195. Philadelphia in the money line at plus 165. Carolina on the puck line sitting at plus 120. Over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Right, guy, going back to you here, buddy. What's going on in Philadelphia? Are they uh, are they playing hard or are they, you know, just pushing the metaphorical wheelchair down the stairs? What's going on here? <laughs> well, uh, they, they played hard on, on Friday night. Got the 5-2 win against Buffalo. They're probably feeling pretty good about that. Uh, Owen Tippett got a hat trick. There's a hat trick in that game, so it's uh, good for him. He's been playing much better this season, one of the uh, possible young pieces to look for uh, next year and beyond. But for this one, yeah, Carolina lost tonight. It is a border-crossing game. That, that is the only thing that scares me. But uh, Carolina on their day's rest is 7-2-1, and one, including 3-1 and one after a loss. Flyers are 2-10 and 10 on no day's rest, including 0-4 after a win. Carter Hart did start tonight. So it's going to be uh, Felix Sandstrom tomorrow. And I think Sandstrom has – Sandstrom is 1-10-1 this season. So he's mm. not as bad as that sounds, but I guess maybe he is because I haven't been watching. Uh, and it probably should be Frederick Anderson for the Hurricanes, who uh, much better team are going to be looking to win. And I know that's not 
really that's not really the narrative to play here. That's kind of built in. But yeah, Canes minus one ninety five. Maybe I'll look at a regulation play, but the Flyers do get a lot of loser points, so maybe just uh, pay the juice on the Hurricanes. We got uh, Derude, Sandstorm, and Net. Um, <laughs> and we got the Hurricanes on the road against them. A hurricane against the Sandstorm. Who's going to win? <laughs> oh, I think the, the tropical power of the Hurricane has the advantage <laughs> here. Uh, it can drown the desert, I guess, and turn it into something <laughs> other than the desert. So, obviously, <laughs> the uh, water has the advantage in this one. Um, I am going against the border game. Considering the the Hurricanes play tonight in Toronto, but uh, you know Hurricanes don't have any respect for uh, uh, border crossings anyway, so it should be uh, not a problem. More seriously, my line is minus two forty five. So uh, yeah, give me give me the Canes here. You can play at regulation and or the money line. I, I'm fine with either of them. I don't think that the Flyers are going to be able to keep up with them, but uh, they might be able to limit their scoring under six and a half. Minus one twenty uh, looks like a good number to me. You know, without Svechnikov in the lineup now. And uh, the Canes usual, uh, you know, they usually tend towards the under anyway. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the the Sandstorm thing is uh, concerning, I guess, for the under. But uh, I, I still like it. Uh, the Hurricanes don't need to pile it on. They just need to win a, a 4-1 game, something like that. But, uh, yeah, all over the Hurricanes here. Um, Canes didn't look that great tonight, man. Um. But with that being said, they're playing the Flyers here, right? So it kind of has to be a bit of a bounce-back game. Their offense wasn't really clicking too well tonight. Didn't really get too much offensive zone time, uh, as well as their chances weren't really that great. Um, so, yeah, this is a, this is a, okay, let's just throw away the tape of that last game. Let's go kick the shit out of the Flyers here. Uh, you touched on it. It is a border game, but, I mean, let's face it. This is a team that should win this game, and I believe that they will come out firing here. So I do like Carolina. Probably regulations to pay, uh, or the play, rather. I imagine that's paying off, like, minus 130, minus 125, somewhere around there. Uh, as far as over-under goes, oh, I don't really love one either way here, but I might have to go with the under, 6.5, minus 120. You know, both teams could be a little bit sleepy here, a little bit slow out the gate, you know, but... uh. Yeah, so the under is what I do like, and then Carolina in regulation. Uh, Ryan, I saw those black and orange Flyers jerseys. Those look fucking sick, dude. Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're polarizing in the Flyers uh, fan base. We've had them since the 2015 Stadium Series, I think it was. Maybe 20, yeah. whichever one was in Pittsburgh, yeah. Like the I black was like them. the like the orange on the, on the, yeah, on the arm. Exactly. Yeah, pe- people I just noticed them. them tonight. Really? They don't like that? I, I, I like it. I, I, I have one of them, but. I think it looks fucking cool. I just I was just looking at the site. I'm like, those look pretty slick, yo. Um, all right. Anyways, moving down to the 6 p.m. time slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Florida Panthers game itself. It's in Florida. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 110. Florida on the money line at minus 110. We got to pick them here, boys. Uh, over under sitting at 7. Over paying off plus 110. The under minus 130 here. Uh, is am I, am I missing something in this? Is Florida playing really well? Like, I haven't really watched them too much. I don't know, man. I, to me, this game screams bet the fucking devils, bro. They're, they're unreal on the road. They're 25-4-4. Four four. Florida's been good at home, too, 20-10-4. So they're, they're no slouch. New Jersey is on a two-game losing streak. Um, but New Jersey's been scoring, man. They're fourth in the league when it comes to goals for. Uh, and who they got? Bobrovsky enough for Florida? Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I love the devils in this game, minus 110. Uh, that's probably my go-to play here. And as far as over-under seven, I'm going to have to take the under seven here, minus 130, man. Like, I think of Florida, like a team that I have watched a little bit. I know they are up in the league when it comes to scoring goals. I think they're in fifth, but I just haven't really seen it firsthand. So I'm going to take the under here. Uh, hopefully my boy, uh, what's his name? Vitek Banachek can fucking get it done for me here. 
Yeah, I, I'm surprised to see this game as a pick as well. I guess Florida is playing well recently. They are the second best team in terms of expected goals for percentage behind only the Devils in the uh, last 10 games. So have been playing better. They're making that, that playoff push uh, with the Isles there holding the last spot. They're uh, three points back with two games in hand. So if they, if they win both games, they are ahead of the Islanders. And, you know, the Devils, back-to-back losses against Tampa, they were the better team last time. Definitely, they had to tie it late and then lost in a shootout. First game, not necessarily. And this is the first half of a back-to-back. They play in Tampa on Sunday, I believe, after playing them twice already. Um, or maybe they play them on Monday. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. But they, they play, play them again. Uh, Florida at home, 20-10-4. Devils are somehow crazy on the road, 25-4-4. and So I, I lean to Florida here, but I do like the over 7 at plus 110. Uh, I mean, the Panthers... 9-5 against Montreal last time. They had so many goals in the first period. 5-4 before that, 4-3. Both games this season were 4-2. I think there's enough goaltending issues there and enough on the line where, you know, you have Team Amai or you have Florida playing well where you'd be able to get seven or eight goals. Yeah, I can vouch for the over as well, especially with the possibility that it'll be um, Wedgwood. Is that the backup goalie for the Devils? Uh, but any, but not Vandecheck. Uh, if if he maybe plays on Sunday against the Lightning, seems like they're playing the Lightning every fucking other day. But right. uh, here we go. Um, but yeah, my line is minus one six for the Devils, so line is uh, about right. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm still going to take the Devils. They're just uh, a better better team on the road than they are at home. Or they they can play that. Uh, they could use their speed to their advantage on the counterattack. And uh, yeah, that that's another reason to like the over here. I think that this one could go back and forth, especially with uh, Declare back in the lineup playing well. Um, yeah, that's another uh, another weapon the Panthers have, which is uh, another reason why they're they're getting things going. Uh, they, I mean, they've, they've been producing a lot in terms of creating chances. It's just a matter of finishing, and uh, that's been their problem. But uh, obviously that wasn't the, that wasn't the problem against the, the Canadiens, so maybe that can uh, continue here. So give me the over seven, and uh, I still lean to the Devils. I just looked up their backup right now is uh, Kira Schmidt, who's since oh, been caught yeah, up right. late February is a 9-3-2 save percentage. So maybe that's better for the Devils if he plays this game because, I mean, I know Vanacek had some had some tough tough goals given up against Tampa, but we'll see what happens. Kira Schmidt by getting it done, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, and... Um, <laughs> oh, Talon, you're up, just, right? I, I'm not up. I didn't go over he didn't know how to segue that into an ad. Schmegma <laughs> went there. I thought you said that's my joke. No, I thought you didn't give your analysis for this game yet. Oh, yeah, I did. I started. Oh, you did. Started. Yeah, you did. All right, whatever. <laughs> Smoke another one over there, bud. <laughs> I don't want to say Patrick's day. We're also <laughs> brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog <laughs> Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pickham is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one or two with Purdue. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, guys, we are moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Tampa Bay Lightning game itself. is in Tampa Bay. Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 320. Tampa Bay on the money line at minus 390. Big home favorites for the Bolts. Uh, Tampa on the puck line sitting at minus 145. The over-under is a 6.5. Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. 
Yeah, you got to go with Tampa Bay, right? I mean, like currently they they were struggling a little bit. Obviously, they're kind of in shambles for about a week and a half, two weeks. They're starting to kind of get back on the horse here. They're currently on a two-game winning streak. Uh, big shootout win against New Jersey, and then another four-to-one win against New Jersey here. Uh, and that's no slouch of a team, man. So maybe it's time for the Bolts to get rolling, head into playoffs. Uh, unreal at home too. Twenty-four, six and five division records. Okay, ten, eight and one. Does it really matter? They're playing the fucking Habs here, man. How do you bet them? Team total. Maybe the puck line's a decent play here. Montreal's been... I feel like they've been giving up a lot of goals. I haven't been watching Habs games lately. Yeah, they just got pumped fucking 9-5 by Florida, for Christ's sakes. 8-4 by Colorado. Fucking, they gave up four to the Penguins. Yeah, come on. Puck line's a pretty safe play here, as well as uh, Tampa Bay team total. Whatever that's in there, probably like four and a half or something. As far as over-under here goes, I like the over six and a half. Fuck, those numbers I just listed, Tampa could pop seven themselves, man. Yeah, I like the over as well, especially because it really should be Brian Elliott in this game. Give uh, Vasilevsky a, a day off and then play against Devils again on Sunday. So in that case, it'll be Montembeau against uh, Elliott, two not great goalies. And Montreal is going to be, be playing hard after uh, giving up nine goals to Florida and having their goalie pulled twice in the first period in that one, I think. They've been playing high-scoring games, so I do like the over here a lot, over six and a half at only minus 120. But if I had to play a side, I'd probably look at uh, Montreal for a sprinkle out on the money line plus 320 or uh, Montreal plus one and a half. I think uh, St. Louis will get his guys going after, you know, not playing too well in Florida. And I think Tampa Bay could this could be a bit of a letdown spot after big back to back wins in New Jersey before playing them again on Sunday. Yeah, it's, uh, it could be a Brian Elliott game here. So grabbing the Habs at plus 320 makes a lot of sense to me. This line will be radically different if he's uh, confirmed as a starter. So, yeah, uh, and it won't. it's not like it's going to go up from minus 390 unless, um, you know, half the Habs team dies or... or uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those uh, Florida hurricanes showing up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's plus 320 is, is the only way you, you could look at this number. I mean, my line is only minus 317 for the Lightning, and that's with Vasilevsky. So yeah, uh, maybe a Habs team total uh, or the over in general. I don't like uh, the way that the Lightning are defending lately. Not lately, they're, the whole season. Their uh, average in terms of uh, their defense metrics, their goals against, and so forth. Their goaltending hasn't helped them out whether it's Vasilevsky or Elliott. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the over and the the Habs here at this uh, nice, juicy number. All right, here, moving on to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against Ottawa Senators. Battle of Ontario, baby. Game itself is in Ottawa. Toronto on the money line, sitting at minus 145. Sends on the money line at plus 125. Over and is a 6.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110 here. Um, Boys. Well, tight one. Ottawa steps up against Toronto, man. Traditionally speaking, they come to play. I think last time we played them, I think it was like December of last year or some shit like that. Uh, no, it was January this year. All right, my bad. But I think Ottawa won like 6-2 or something like that. They're all over us. Leafs look like shit. Um, Leafs are on the second night of a back-to-back. With that being said, the Sens have been in shambles, yo. Four-game losing streak. They had a tough road trip. They just got home, and I think they got spanked by Colorado the other night. Um, I don't 
expect them to be a powerhouse tomorrow. I could be wrong, bro. They come up for the Leafs. I know they do. But uh, the way the way I saw this Leafs team playing tonight, they were unreal. Austin Matthews was fucking cooking. I know he only got one and it was bounced off him, but he could have easily had three tonight. Uh, and he loves playing in Ottawa, man. First time he ever played there in his first NHL game, he got four goals, right? So he could easily go off for at least one or two tomorrow. I'm expecting to see the M-Dog showing up here. Uh, so I'll be on the Leafs on the money line, minus 145. But if he did want to bet the Sens, I would understand it. There is reasoning there. Uh, and as far as over, under goes six and a half. Give me the over, baby. One thir- minus 130. Matt Murray is expected to start here. Bit of a revenge game. I don't know if you if that's if that's good for Ottawa or Toronto. It depends how you look at it. But uh, I'm going to have my faith in the Murdog, man. So give me the Leafs and give me the over six and a half at minus 130. The Murdog? Is that what you're calling the, him now? The Murdog. The Murdog? <laughs> Do you like I, that? I guess, I guess it makes sense. The Leafs have some crazy uh, nicknames for their goalies. Soup! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Like, like I, a Sholly Green a, Giant. I do. <laughs> that's just Talon's nickname, isn't? Is, is that real? No, I don't know. I mean, so I'm sure other people. <laughs> Talon like is it. a spokesperson for uh, all Leafs <laughs> nations. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Paint me right. blue and white. Yeah, for this one, I do agree with you on the over six and a half minus one thirty. I'd probably still bet it at, at seven. You got Matt Murray against uh, likely Mad Sogard for for the Sens too. Not great goalies there, and Ottawa's going to be hot after. Uh, they should they should have won against Colorado. They had that weak icing goal, and then you know Johansson made some incredible save in the final dining seconds. That was a 5-4 game. Game before was, was 6-3. Uh, eight of their past 10 games have gone over. Toronto's been scoring a little bit. Bad goalies. So, yeah, I like the over, but I do like the Senators at plus 125. Uh, don't really trust the Leafs on a back-to-back, even though they're, they're 6-3-1, and one, but only 3-3 three and three after a win. I think Ottawa, they're back home. They lost the first one, but they want to want to get going here. So I'm going to take them plus 125 and take the over six and a half, more importantly, at minus 130. So we have the Murdog versus the So God, eh? I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take a God over a dog. Uh, but uh, in this case, it's it's tough at this cheap number. I mean, the minus 145 is cheap for the Leafs, but of course they're on the back to back and. Um, and the Sens have a, a reputation of, 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 you know, being pesky or being, uh, what, was, what was the word yesterday? Ryan? Spicy. Spicy. Spicy, sense. yes. Oh, did you call them spicy? Sense. No, like the, the, the Avs announcer did, but I'll, I'll take credit for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the Spicy Sens here getting some respect, plus 125, even though it's in Ottawa. At least just a much better team here. So uh, I guess I still lean to the Sens, plus 125, just given the history of uh, of these teams maybe uh, you know this is a this is a game that the Sens are really going to get up for more than the Leafs I would think uh, especially after a big win against the Canes although they do have to fend off the Lightning you know uh, to get that home ice advantage the, the standings are a little closer than they were uh, a week or two ago so yeah no no play on the side here um, my number is minus 141 for the Leafs uh, so yeah but uh, over six and a half uh, I, I got to pass that as well because uh, Matt Murray could uh, could be the difference here, and, and uh, you know he he fucking hated the the sends and now they they waved him and, and shit. So I, I could see this being a real revenge game. He might go Jordan Bennington on their asses or something. Oh look out! <laughs> so, did you guys talk about that yesterday? We did, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to what's your occupy take? some time. I fucking love it. You know I love it. Fucking blocker him in the teeth, bro. I love Bitties. He gets me fired up. I wish they let Fleury go on. That was pretty cool to hear what he had to say. Yeah. But 
Yeah, uh, our point our point was that the refs should have just let them fight, you know. And, yeah, why not? Let go. Yeah. Talk. Anyway. Anyway, that's all I got for this game. Not not much going on. Not, not much going on with me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving down to the APM time slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York, baby. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line, sitting at plus 140. New York on the money line, sitting at minus 165. Over under is a six and a half. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115 here. Um, Rangers are maybe starting to get it together a little bit. Not really. I know they, uh, I don't know. I guess they're fine. They're still a good fucking team, bro. 19-11-4 at home. I absolutely love that. Penguins are human on the road. They're 15-4-5. and five. For me, the icebreaker in this is fucking division games, baby. You know I was going to say it. You know it is. Pittsburgh 8-8-5. Eight, eight, and five. They're fine on the division. New York 10-7-2. Gives me the edge to the Rangers, man. I'll take the Rangers minus 165 at home all day here. Um, and as far as over-under goes... I'm kind of looking at the under in this, man. Six and a half and minus 115. If we got a uh, Tristan Jari and Igor Sturkin kind of going at it, I uh, I could see a nice little tight goalie game here, boys. Yeah, this is the uh, a third meeting between these two teams in the past, what, five, five, six days here. Pittsburgh won 3-2 at home in overtime, and the Rangers won 4-2 at home in that Big City Greens classic game. And then, um, yeah, again here at Madison Square Garden, I do give the edge to the Rangers does look like they're trying to starting to find something there with Patrick Kane. He got a few points the other night. Did beat the Penguins four uh, two on Thursday. I think one goal was empty netter, so it was a pretty pretty close game there. Yeah, empty netter with 50 seconds left. So could see uh, an overtime here. I think I bet that in one of the matchups earlier this week. They did go to overtime in their first meeting on uh, the 12th, which was what was that Sunday. That might be my my only play here. I like the Rangers, but I I can't pay the minus 165. And for the total, you never know which Jari is going to show up. And for the Rangers, Sisterkin has has been human at times, but I can't quite take the over. Uh, uh, so if anything, I'd just take the Rangers here at minus 165. But that is a, a bit steep. Yeah, they, this is the third time in a week that these teams have played each other. It seems like everybody's playing each other multiple times this uh, this past little stretch. Um and the line is uh, the highest it's been for Pittsburgh in, in all three games. Uh, it was like around plus 125 in New York in the last one. And uh, it was around a pick em in Pittsburgh, something like that. But uh, this is definitely the most respect the Rangers have gotten, somewhat for the reasons that uh, Ryan suggested with the Patrick Kane finding form and all that. But uh, I, I still think it's a, too much of a move. So give me the Penguins here, plus 140. They they were the better team in the first game. Rangers were a little better in the second game. And I think that the Pens bounce back here and complete the zigzag zig and win this game. Oh. Uh, I've been playing the over in, in these these games too, but uh, they had 0 for 2 so far. So I'm not, I'm not going to touch it, but I, I still lean that way. But uh, apparently they, they're, you know, they're, they're familiarizing themselves with each other and uh, the goals aren't going in the net. So just the just the penguin side for me, my line is only minus one thirty-five for the Rangers. All right, moving down to the ten p.m. time slot here. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus one sixty. L.A. on the money line at minus one ninety. Over under is paying off or sitting at six and a half. Uh, over paying off minus one fifteen. The under minus one hundred five. Mister Meyer, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, Canucks are hot, of course, at the worst time of year in terms of their <laughs> draft stock. But, yeah, it, it could be good going forward in terms of uh, uh, Rick Tockett involving himself, getting his system in there. Um, 
But, of course, we saw Bruce Boudreau have a fine second half of the season, and that didn't mean shit for the Canucks in the first half of this season. So could be uh, fool's gold there. Uh, but that said, uh, I like the way the Canucks been playing. Uh, my line is only minus 153 for the Kings. So, yeah, give me, the, give me the Canucks here. I think that they can keep it hot, keep it going. Demko's been solid since coming back from injury. Uh, the rest of the players are, are buying in. You know, they're, they're playing good defense, which is also why I like the under six and a half here, minus one five. I know that this, the Canucks are on a crazy, like, uh, 30 and three run, I think, and uh, over over one and a half goals or a goal in the first 10 in the, in the in the first period on the road. So that's something you could bet if you want. It's still under minus 200 usually. So uh, don't mind that. But the full game under is uh, where I'm looking just because of the way that the Kings are playing. You know, they, they got some solid defenders there. They're, they're limiting opportunities. One of the better defensive teams. Pretty slow team, too. Not not exactly the, uh, the uh, offensive juggernaut. Uh, and the Canucks aren't aren't quite like that anymore either. So, yeah, like uh, under six and a half for minus one of five. It's, I mean, it's, it's easy to see there being seven goals. It's still a Canucks after all. But uh, I, I say more often than not, it'll be six or fewer. Yeah, I, I like the under six and a half as well. Uh, Thatcher Demko has been pretty good since uh, coming back on the 27th. Allowed four goals in that one to Dallas. Hasn't allowed more than two goals just last time, last uh, Thursday. This last night against Arizona was the only time he allowed three goals since then. Save percentage of 9-2-3 and 5-2 uh, and two in those seven starts. So I can see why, why Vancouver you might might lean their way. I I, I do still lean to uh, the Kings here. I think minus 190 is it, it's a bit steep. I I may not end up betting in here, but they've been they've been great recently. They won two straight, uh, eight of their seven of the past eight. Only lost coming in a shootout. I do, I do like the under though, under six and a half, minus 105 with uh, Corpusal there for the Kings playing a good defense in front of them and and the Canucks playing pretty pretty good as a team as well. So that's my only only play for this one is the under. Yeah, I uh, I like the Kings here. I don't know. Minus 190 is a little bit juicy, right? So I'll be keeping an eye on this one. Say if Vancouver goes up early, one nothing. I'll be doing a famous Ryan Gilbert live bet all over the Kings <laughs> in that game. Um, as far as over-under goes there, yeah, I got to go with you guys. I like the under here in this one. Um, I know if you look at it, I think Vancouver is sitting at like 31st in the league for like goals against or something. But let's face it, those numbers are skewed. Um, with Thatcher Demko back, he's been playing lights out, right? So that can easily be a pretty tight game. Maybe you see like four or five or six, like Jolie was saying here. Uh, so I like the under minus 105. And then, yeah, I, I, if I had to pick a side, I would be on the Kings. But uh, I, don't, I don't really love them in regulation here. So I don't know, a little scary. But I'll be keeping an eye on this one for sure. Uh, okay, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We have the Dallas Stars against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Dallas on the money line sitting at plus 110. Calgary in the money line sitting at minus 130. Uh, over-unders at six. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Two teams that haven't really looked that great here, man. I don't, I don't know. Dallas has looked pretty human the past couple of games. They've been a little bit shaky here. Um, just doesn't seem like they're scoring. Maybe I'm completely out to lunch here. And then Calgary, I'm, I, I think they fucking suck. So I don't know what to take in this game. Oh fuck! I'm uh, give me a tie, give me a good old-fashioned tie game here. I don't know. Let's see some overtime between these two teams. Uh, and then as far as a total goals, I think we just saw this game like a few weeks ago here, and it was like a five-four final or some shit. So the over at six is definitely will be my play at minus one ten. Yeah, it was five-four uh, Calgary one back on March sixth uh, two weeks ago. But I, I don't know if I can still trust that over with with Ottinger and, and Markstrom has been playing better. I do like the Flames here, though, at minus 130. It is a bit scary here playing with fire, but 
they've been, they've been playing better better recently. They've uh, won two of their past three, got four of their past six, lost in overtime in uh, Mullet Arena there, Mullet Magic, lost at home to the Ducks. But uh, they do have some playoff hopes. Uh, they have had some success against the Stars this season, won both uh, 5-4 and 6-5. So we like the Flames here, minus 130. And I threw a sprinkle on the uh, puck line as well. Uh, I was I, plus 175, I think, just because I, I could see this game getting out of hand. But my, my best bet is the uh, Flames minus 130. I agree with that. The Stars are not playing well. I mean, they're, they've been playing a lot in a lot of different places. They started in Texas, then they went all the way up to Buffalo, and then they went all the way to Seattle. Now they're going through Western Canada and showing the, the wear and tear uh, on their bodies. And... Uh, yeah, it's a tough place to play here. Calgary, Saturday night. Hawking Night in Canada, of course. Uh, Flames still coming back from their own road trip, so they could be uh, a little weary themselves. You know, teams coming back from those those road trips, first game at home, tend to be a little sleepy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I still like the Flames, though. My line is minus 118 only. But uh, I think the fact that the Stars are, are the, the more beat-up team and uh, – don't have quite as much to play for as the Flames. Uh, I think that they can uh, show up for this game and, and don't meet the stars. Uh, good to see some offense finally showing up for the Flames lately. Uh, beating up the Knights in particular was a was a great win. And, of course, Ryan said it. Markstrom's playing better. So, yeah, giving the Flames here also lean to the under six. Uh, stars are a good offensive team, but they're a better defensive team. And the, the Flames still, you know, we're not going to trust that they're going to score seven goals every night like they did uh, against Vegas. So, yeah, um, maybe they go back to their inability to finish. So Flames in the under six. All right, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the New York Islanders against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose because, of course, it fucking is. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus 170. San Jose on the money line at plus 145. Over-under sitting at six. Overpay not plus 100. The under minus 120. I'm loving the Islanders in this game here, boys. I know the road record isn't absolutely great, but San Jose sucks, dude. Five-game losing streak. Terrible home record. They're 6-19-10 and 10 at home this year. That's absolutely abysmal in the shark tank. You ever seen a shark eat an island? Hell no, bro. So give me the Islanders minus 170. They're still playing uh, for that wild card spot. It's looking like they should take it here. But games like this are very important to kind of get these easy two points. And just shouldn't say easy two points, but get these pivotal two points and get the hell out. Uh, as far as over under goes, this is going to be a boring ass game, bro. Give me the under six minus 120 unless Bobby or sorry. I mean, uh, Pierre, I mean, Wayne Gretzky. I mean, uh, Pierre Angle gets a hat trick or something. But still give me the <laughs> under six at minus 120 here. Yeah, I'm right there with you with the Islanders minus 170. I think that you know it's not not quite enough. I'd probably still bet them minus 200. Sharks are just absolutely horrific, especially since trading away at Timo Meyer. They're three eleven and three in their last uh, 16 games there at home. You mentioned that their record there only six wins, uh, 29 so losses. That that that's it's so really, bad. Yeah, the Islanders are they're a decent team. They're a good team. They're they're, they're a playoff team. Sorokin should be an under game as well. So I like the the Islanders here a lot, minus 170, and I'll bet the under six at minus 120 too. Yeah, my line here is minus 197 for the Isles. So, yeah, I agree with you guys all over the island, Islanders here. Sharks have given up on the season, basically. Uh, we saw the the uh, like the climax of their frustration show up <laughs> with Dan Quinn the other night yelling uh fuck you fuck you fuck you to the ref or whatever he was yelling i don't know but uh <laughs> respect that i'd love to see that 
obviously he feels about his team the way that I felt about them the past uh, few weeks as I've been continually betting on them and continually losing. But no longer. This one is a nice one for the Islanders. Uh, two games in a row now betting against the Sharks. Hopefully the, this one turns out as well as the last one of the Kraken. That's a do it in freaking overtime and i did not expect that but uh all is well that ends well um uh, so yeah give me the Anders here i think that they're the uh superior team by a mile certainly more than the minus 170 suggests and yeah if you have to make me pick a total i guess i lean to the under but uh sharks the way they've been defending Anders can score six themselves so just the Anders money line for me Right on, right on. Okay, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. Last game we have on the docket here. Holy shit, it's been a big 13-game slate. Uh, we have the Chicago Blackhawks against the Arizona State University Coyotes. What a shit-fucking game to end the night here. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 125. Arizona State University Coyotes on the money line paid off minus 145. The over-unders at 6. Both over-under sitting at minus 110 here. Boys. What else do what else we say? Arizona State University Coyotes playing at the Mall of Arena inside Arizona State University. They win. It's what they do. 19-11 and 3. Chicago's road record, 10-20 and 3. Fucking I guess Chicago's on a two-game winning streak. That's pretty decent. But Arizona's on three-game heater as well here. How do you not take the Coyotes in this game, man? I'll be all over it. Uh, as far as total goes, I don't know, man. I have no clue. What happened last time these guys played? They played February 28th. It was a 4-1 game. Uh, give me the under just based off that, but I don't really love it. The saying goes, when the desert dogs are dogs in the desert, you got to bet the desert <laughs> dogs. But the desert favorites here, you can't bet the desert favorites. I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't Ooh. care how good their home record is, 19, 11, and 3. Mullet magic, whatever. They should not be minus 145 uh, against any NHL team. Maybe the Ducks, but the Blackhawks have been playing better recently. Coming off a win, beat Boston the other night. So you got to take the Blackhawks here, plus 125, if you're going to bet this game. I agree with that as well. Uh, like you said, the Coyotes are great against these these. Favorites who think that they're they're better than the Coyotes, but uh, the Blackhawks don't think that they're better than anyone. So, yeah, my line is only minus 120. Give me the Blackhawks plus 125. It's, it's going to be a shit game. And uh, in, in a shit game, you don't want to be laying minus 145. So, yeah, 50-50 kind of thing. Give me, give me the Blackhawks, I guess, and uh, lean to the over, I guess. Though uh, Blackhawks are getting some solid goaltending lately, and the Coyotes getting solid goaltending all year long. So... I don't know about the total, but uh, definitely on the Blackhawks side here. I might even, I might even bet it. Oh, we'll give you a couple of Blackhawks, all right, there, Joey. <laughs> don't you worry, buddy. All uh, right, uh, Blackhawks were kind to me last time when you beat me. Yeah, the they always the are, eh? They always <laughs> leave you well satisfied and and and, and just a. I don't. I'm. I, I heard once you go with them, you you never go back. <laughs> there, that's what it is. That's why he's just betting Chicago all the time now. Um. <laughs> All right, boys, that we're going off the rails. That wraps up our show here for our uh, 13 game slate here. We're going to move right into lock dogs and totals. We're fucking killing it here, boys. Mainly our boy Joel is, like we said earlier, he's just on an absolute heater. Uh, currently, Ryan's in first place, so he is 57 and 49 on the season. He is up 7.58 units, but right knocking on his door uh is joel meyer he is 47 or 57 and 49 as well he's up 7.33 units and i'm 54 and fucking 52 i'm down 0.17 units i'm bagging to get in the green here baby it's gonna happen this show but most importantly collectively as a show we are 168 and 150 up 14.74 units what a turnaround it's been this month here we've been on an absolute heater and we're absolutely gonna keep it going Jolie, can you go 12 for 12 here bud kick us off let's go 
Yeah, I sure hope so. Uh, my lock, we're going with the Hurricanes in regulation against the Flyers. Uh, tropical Storm versus Sandstorm game. Dog, Penguins money line, plus 140 against the Rangers. I think that that's uh, going to be a closer game, just like the last two. And the Penguins were actually the better team in the first one. And my total, Canucks, Kings under 6.5 at minus 105. Yeah, I, yeah, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I already explained all this shit okay I don't want to do it again alright uh, for my lock I have the Oilers minus 130 at Seattle just think they're a much better team especially with Ekholm there now I think there should be a bigger line uh, my dog is the Senators plus 125 at home against the Leafs back to back for the Leafs going to be Matt Murray could be a revenge game for Matt Murray but I think the Sens are going to come out hot after a uh, enraging loss in the uh, come out spicy at home against the Leafs and then uh, a total Jets, Preds, under 5.5, minus 105. Hopefully we'll get Halibuck against Soros and get a whoop, whoop. That's a 7 to goal the game. Yeah, the, uh, under 5.5 there. All right, here. I love that you say spicy for the Sens. I, I like that. That's fucking sweet. We're giving you credit. Fuck that announcer. Um, no, all right, for my... Mark Moser's <laughs> that's, my that's guy. That's Joel's boy. Actually, Mark he's not Moses? that good. Mark Moser. <laughs> he's not that good, but I got to stick by him. I've never heard of him in my life, but whatever. Uh, anyways, for my luck, I got uh, Colorado on the money line versus Detroit, minus 170 here. I don't understand this game. Give me the halves all day long here. Uh, for my dog, New Jersey in regulation, plus 130 against Florida. I see them as the better team. I see them as better goaltenders, even if they got Schmigma in that or whatever that guy's name is. So hopefully he can get it done for me. We got a Schmigma regulation game, baby. Uh, and then for my total, Edmonton, Seattle, over six and a half at minus 130. Come on. Come on, we said it. Carter McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl going up against fucking Philip Grubauer or Magic Hands Martin Jones here. Let's go over six and a half. They could get that themselves between the two of them, double hatties or something. So I love the over in that game at minus 130. Uh, All right, gentlemen, consensus plays here. I saved our picks from last show again, and once again we went, we were uh, we did not lose a pick. We had the over in the in oh. that Avs Sens game, had the Blackhawks money line and, and plus one and a half, hit both of those, uh, the under in the Blue Jackets Kings game, and then the crack in there. So uh, four or five and zero oh there if you if you count the two Blackhawks ones separately. But maybe there'll be a bad omen. Uh, let's say in them before ones tonight. Uh, I might have missed a few, but I think there were quite a few games we were uh, two two one on. So Avs minus one seventy to kick off the slate. That game should be uh, much higher at Detroit. Uh, Jets, Preds, under 5.5, minus 105. I think we all at least leaned that way. Uh, Carolina, minus 195, or regulation, minus 130. Uh, Canucks, Kings, under 6.5. You got Demko playing better there. And then the Islanders, minus 170 to close it out. Yeah, we had a few there. That all sounds about right, eh? Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that pretty much wraps everything up. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. We touched on it at the start of the show like we always do. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, man. Hockey playoffs are going to be here right before you know it. We're a couple weeks out here, boys. Like I think it's like, what, the third week of April or some shit like that. It starts going down, so that's going to be sweet. Um, NBA is doing the same thing. They got playoffs right around the corner. March Madness is actually happening. So that is that has started. We can confirm. Uh, there's a good, decent golf tournament going on. Live golf's going on, too. Our boy Mike Weirzy, Jolie, he's ripping it in the Champions Tour here. I think he's tied three or four right now. So look out for the Weirzy mobile on the tracks. 
what else is going on in the world of sports world baseball championship is going on or classic sorry i can't get this right but from the sounds of it they're in the quarterfinals i think ryan said some tons of action there mlb preseason still a thing going on fucking so much sports xfl uh usfl is right around the corner we got nascar we got f1 coming up mma is still always doing its thing the new slap league was happening i don't know if you guys have looked into that that's fucking crazy bro uh tons of good stuff though but you can find all the information at the sports gambling podcast every website uh read the articles check out the other shows a lot of effort goes into that man so make sure you give them some love and uh like i said read the other show or listen to the other shows as well uh and as well shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord it's always popping off what a support system baby tons of people in there posting pics being good decent human beings and having a good time baby so if you're not in the discord you're not making money shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord baby yeah, and this is where I would leave a uh, read a five star rating review if we had one here. So make sure you give me something to read here. Hockey on uh, on for Apple, Spotify's SGWNS Hockey. Yes, or just search for the Hockey Podcast. Also on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. Person asking for some clips there, some graphics, some memes. So make sure you follow there as well, as well as the Discord, of course, slash Discord. Alright everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94, you can also try Find me trying to get fucking Jesse Pujarvi's ugly ass mug Out of my fucking memory after seeing him on my TV Tonight I am Ryan Gilbert, you can follow me on Twitter At rgilbertsop I'm Bill Myron, you find me berating Myself for tooting my own horror With my unbeaten March Madness Record, uh, since I said that I lost Two bets in a row <laughs> That's how it goes Kicking the pills, baby. All right, peace. Yeah, you heard that? Yeah, I put it on you Twitter. Missed-